Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The wide receiver position in the NFL is the most loaded as far as talent is concerned. Uh, ranking a top 10 was really hard to do. Incredibly like hard. You could have done a top 20. I said in the break, the JDQ and DC alone should be a top 20, and then you have on top of that the top 10. It's the golden age for that position in the NFL. But we don't back around, back down from a challenge here uh-uh. on the Steelers standards, so we don't expand to 20. We give you a top 10 Power ranking of wide receivers. And my JDQ MTC actually does have one extra person. I did put 16 in my JDQ MTC today. I'll start with number 11. I have Amari Cooper at number 11. At number 12, I have Mike Evans from Tampa Bay. Number 13, I have Stefan Diggs. Number 14, I have DJ Moore. And number 15A, I have Nico Collins. And 15B, I have George Pickens. Oh, I love it. George Pickens had a thousand yard season. I love Tom. You don't have to argue. Against barely him had with a me. good quarterback Tom, except for last three weeks. Tom, you hear his name in my JDQ MTC also. Okay, well let's hear your JDQ MTC. You also said you had sixteen guys in your JDQ MTC, so I thought oh, I mean, you had I meant, a top twenty six. Oh, I know. What you I, meant. Yeah, I, know. I usually go to. I know. What you yeah, meant. you got it. All right, my JDQ MTC starts off with Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. just like you did. No, Earth. mine well, was yeah, He was in there. He was in there. Keenan Allen. Okay, didn't include him. You know what? I, I gave the veterans a lot of love here because it's easy for a veteran quarterback to to do well and keep up with the youngsters, but when you're 30 and 30-plus 30 and you're keeping up with guys who are coming in, like as young as Jeff, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, you're putting up numbers not just as good but better than they are, I got to give you some credit, especially Keenan Allen who was on such a bad team I'm going to say Keenan Allen's career was wasted for the most part, though. How about it's, that take? Who knows? Could have been one of the best Who knows? receivers in football. He's still in L.A. He's got Herbert. He's got Harbaugh now. He's older, though. Okay, but who knows? Uh, and then at 13, I did what you did. You know, I could have put a lot of other guys here, but like you said, talent is just so deep, and I had to give my guy a shout-out. I put George Pickens at 13. Hopefully by next year, Tom, we're not saying, oh, I kind of just put his name in there because we're from Pittsburgh, and we watched him, and we really think there's potential there. Hopefully by next year— with a competent OC, hopefully with better quarterback play, he is rightfully so put in the top 10. All right, number 10 for me. Okay. I got the rookie Puka Nakua coming Ooh. in at number 10. He was the fourth leading receiver in the NFL yep. this year. Um, 100 yards receiving, or 100 receptions for Nakua. Uh, set all the rookie records as a rookie wide receiver. Um, you know, when you watched him play, too, you realize that he was more than just like mm-hmm. some dump the ball off and uh, slot type of wide mm-hmm. receiver. This dude's a legitimate number one wide receiver in the NFL. And some of the catches that he makes, like in that Lions game, in the playoff game, mm-hmm. he was making some incredible plays for the Rams. Uh, 
scored a touchdown in mm-hmm. that playoff game as well. So Puka Nakua, just an incredible rookie season. It's such a deep position group for him to crack my top ten. I think really tells you how much uh, or how great I think he is and can continue to be. I'm with you. Uh, you'll be hearing about Puka very shortly for me, but at number 10 for me, this is where I have A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown on your list? He's a lot higher. Okay. That's fair. You know, like I said, like we started off this list by or this episode by saying there's a lot of talent at this position. It's really hard to say who is the best and, you know, who can fall into the top 10, but I think undeniably, you, or I guess rather you cannot deny AJ Brown's talent. AJ Brown's deserve uh deserving to be in this top ten. You look at the state of the Philadelphia Eagles, they are such a run heavy team. And for him to put up the numbers that he does, I really think we thought he was special in Tennessee, but you could clearly see how unlocked he has become in Philadelphia. With a with a really high powered offense, with a quarterback who can get in the ball as consistently as Jalen Hurts does. AJ Brown, one of the more dynamic threats in this league. I got, I just, you know what? There's no, there is no insult, I think, when putting someone in a top 10. It's just, could you have put them a lot higher? Sure. But I think top 10 is, is really good recognition. So I, 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 I don't think it was fair to leave AJ Brown out of the top 10. Number nine for me uh, is DK Metcalf. Mm. And I know he finished 18th this year as far as yardage mm-hmm. is concerned, but he had 66 catches and still had 1,114 yards. Yeah. Kind of George Pickens-ish. Plus Very George Pickens. I think Pickens had like 65 receptions and a couple more yards mm. than DK Metcalf did. But DK to me, if I was picking wide receivers, he would be one of the first that I take. Just the absolute specimen yes. um, of a human being and really just – Always been a great player. Hard to believe he fell as far as he did in the draft when he went to the second round and Seattle picked him out of Old Miss. Um, just to see someone with that much skill, that much size, that much speed, that much strength, uh, and for him to fall like that is truly mind-boggling why that happened to NFL scouts around the league. But I have him as a top-10 wide receiver right now in the NFL uh, and one of my favorite wide receivers to play uh, one of the scariest matchups I think you can get because if you don't have a cornerback that can be even just slightly physical, he's going to really have an easy time getting out into his routes. So yeah. I got DK in my top 10 at number nine. Yep. I mean, I left him off just because, like you said, the stats weren't as great this year, but I don't think that's on him. Like you, like you mentioned, did a lot more with a lot less. Uh, Geno Smith, don't know what's going to happen with Geno Smith in Seattle next year. I know the Seahawks agreed to pay him his, what, $12.5 million? But that's not a guarantee that he'll be playing there. I think you put a really solid – you put a guy like Kirk Cousins in Seattle, a guy that's played with great receivers his whole career. I think DK Metcalf instantly inserts himself into the top five just because a guy like Kirk Cousins can get on the ball enough. You're number nine. My number nine. This is why I had Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. So right around where you did, I just think that for a rookie to have done what he – to a rookie to have accomplished what he did – on an offense that featured a guy named Cooper Cup who just won the receiving triple crown only two years prior is an incredible accomplishment. And this was not in a in a year where Cooper Cup, like last year, was hurt all year. Cooper Cup was a major factor in this offense. And he was doing this, uh, Puka, with a guy like Kieran Williams who, second-year guy, 
was a huge asset to the run game. So there were many different avenues for the Rams to to go down to have a productive offense, but for Puka to have this stellar of a rookie year and coming from like his background, complete unknown coming into this year and then completely taking the league by storm, 100% if C.J. Shroud wasn't a thing this year or if the league wasn't as infatuated with the quarterback as it is currently and has been for the last 15 years, I think Puka Naku is your runaway offensive rookie of the year and potentially one of the better offensive rookie of the year's year performances that we've seen in recent memory. Number eight for me, mm-hmm. I have a San Francisco 49er. <gasps> which one? But it's not the one that's probably most popular. Oh, in which one? Minds. It's Ayuk. Tom! At number eight for me, I also have Brandon Ayuk. And I don't have Debo Samuel coming. Neither do I. And he wasn't in my JD. Debo did not have that big of a year this year. He was hurt, but he also played 15 games. So playing hurt gives you a little bit of leeway in me. But you only you didn't get to 1,000 yards and you played 15 games. But Ayuk. Tom, I Ayuk had 1,342 a- yards. Mm-hmm. He averaged 17.9 yards per catch, the highest of any in the NFL. You and I are not the only ones to say this. Somehow, some way, a lot of people, and it's kind of ironic, are saying this. Brandon Ayuk is one of the more underrated players, he is. He is. not just a receiver, players in the entire league. No, he is. Brandon Ayuk, uh, have him at number eight on my list, like I said, uh, only had 75 catches uh, of the. Members of the top 10, only Amari Cooper had less catches this year, top 10 in receiving yards, uh, and he still finished 7th in the league as far as yardage is concerned, and he also missed a game because the Niners were so good they didn't need to play any of their starters in the last week of mm-hmm. the season. So Huge difference maker. I think gets overshadowed by McCaffrey and Kittle. Debo because uh, you mm-hmm. line up Debo in the backfield as a running back, and he's just so dynamic. Kittle overshadows him. Um even defensive players, I think, start to become more top of mind. Yeah, in San Francisco. Bosa, Bosa yeah. Warner, before you get to Ayuk. But I think outs, I, I feel comfortable saying next to McCaffrey, Ayuk's the best skill player on the team. We, we've spent a lot of time these last two weeks talking about T. Higgins being one of the guys in the league that is currently a wide receiver two on their team, but can go anywhere. I think the best example of that, a guy who's currently wide receiver two on their team right now, but could be a wide receiver one anywhere else, is Brandon Ayuk. I agree with that. I don't even think he is wide receiver two on his own team. I mean, I think he technically has thought of that. Yeah, right. But he's not. He's no, better I, than, I, he's better than a, Debo. I, that's a great point. All right, so we both have him at number eight. Mm-hmm. So our number seven is both Amon Ra St. Brown. No. Uh, so that's your number seven. Uh, first team all pro for Amon Ra this year. He's the third leading receiver in the NFL. Caught 119 passes. Uh, Average 12.7 yards per catch, too, so he did a lot of damage with yards after the catch. He had 668 yards after the catch, second most uh, of receivers in the NFL. So uh, someone you want to get the ball into the hands of. He did score 10 tutties this year as well. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but I do know that he has been on record saying that the receivers that were taken in front of him in his draft class, it's like 13 or 14 of them. He knows every single name. That was taken in front of him, uh, and he made first-team All-Pro last year. Uh, incredible player for the Detroit Lions, and I, yeah, I don't know what else to say. And one of the coolest names in the NFL as well, mm-hmm. and Amon Ra. Oh, I mean, next to his brother. Equinamius. Equinamius. I think Amon Ra is cool. <laughs> They're both awesome. They're both great. All right, my number seven, you had him in your JDQMTC. This is where I have Mike Evans. Yeah. 13 a career, touchdowns. A career year for Mike Evans. Uh, 
top 10, uh, well, led, as you mentioned, led the league in touchdowns, top 10 in yards per reception, had, uh, let me find his number, uh, still also top 10 in yards, 1,200 yards on the season. And again, like I said earlier when I mentioned Keenan Allen, I gave some love to the veterans. Doing this as one of the oldest receivers currently playing in the National Football League. One of the only guys doing these kinds of st- putting up these kinds of stats at age 30 or above. And did it with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback. Not to not say Baker was bad, but not to say that Baker was bad, but you put you put him on a, on an offense that has, you know, Tyree Kill has Tua and CeeDee Lamb has Dak Prescott. Uh Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup have Matt Stafford. You put him with a, a, a top-tier quarterback, my game his numbers could be way better. And I really give him credit, too, because, you know, for a while we've been saying and we've been uh, awarding Mike Evans and Chris Gawin as one of the better wide receiver duos in the league. I think Mike Evans really separated himself because they had Jameis Winston, who's a gunslinger who can throw the ball 100 times in a game, so those guys are both going to put up numbers. And then they brought in Tom Brady. But for... For Mike Evans to separate himself the way he did this year uh, compared to, um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Chris Godwin with Baker Mayfield throwing the ball, I think really spoke a lot to just how great Mike Evans is. And like you mentioned, led the league in touchdown receptions, had I think maybe the best year of his career statistically, but then also given the circumstances with his quarterback, you have to take that into consideration. That's why he's my number seven. And the age thing again. It's just remarkable he's doing this all at the age of 30. Second team All-Pro this year at the age of 30. So he is really quietly putting together a A career. A Hall of Fame career. He has never... He he has not... How do I say this? How do words work? (laughs) He has Are never, you going for a double negative? He has no, he has never failed to reach a thousand yards in his. He's gotten a thousand yards every, every single year, year. from 2014 till 2023. He has reached a thousand yards every single time. His 11,000 yard, 600 and so yards are 33rd all time right now. And if he has in a thousand yard season at least next year, which I feel like you have to assume, right? Because he never does anything less. Some of the guys that he'll pass on the all time receivers list include Brandon Marshall, Antonio Brown, Jimmy Smith. Hall of Famers Charlie Joyner, Michael Irving, and Don Maynard. He's go. He probably is going to go to the Hall of Fame because I think he's got at least two or three more years left in him. I mean, he's at eleven thousand six hundred eight. Like I said, it's not that far fetched to think he can't get to the top five, which yeah. would be thirteen thousand seven hundred yards. That's two more years of of having a thousand yard seasons. I don't think it's outlandish to think uh, that's a potential for him. And if he does do that, Tom, immediately you have to consider Mike Evans for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think he already is considered for the Hall of Fame, especially because he got that Super Bowl too. Right, great. Point. No first team All Pro though on his resume. No, that's why so I said that, this year. I mean, technically career second, year for him because it's the first time he's ever gotten there. Second team though. Yeah, he didn't I get mean, the first team yet. Uh, he was second I mean, team once that's before. That's the state of the NFL though with the receivers. There, he's doing all this at age thirty, and there are guys clearly better than him right now. But you have to give him his recognition, I think. Well, I went with another elder statesman for my next six guy. Even older than Mike Evans. That's where I have Devontae Adams still checking in at number six. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tough, tough year for him Mm -hmm. quarterback-wise. The thing with him, though, is like he's still at over 1,000 yards receiving this year, uh, did Devontae in Vegas, and still had eight touchdowns this year in Vegas. So... Still legitimately one of the better wide receivers in football. The stats bear that out. And 
Mm-hmm. Come on, you're taking him with your first six, seven. Picks oh yeah, a hundred right times out of a hundred. Like with him, it was so impressive to you know go from Green Bay, where he was first team All Pro, first team All Pro, first team All Pro, built him to be probably the best receiver in football. Goes to Vegas, and his first team All Pro his first year in Vegas with Derek Carr last mm-hmm. year. So like, get this guy even just a decent quarterback, and I bet you he's a first team All Pro again next year. And he's going to be 32 years old. Um, really, just a guy who came into the league the same year as Mike Evans in 2014, um, and they've been top dogs parallel with each other yeah. ever since. Last year, Like you mentioned, last year with Derek Carr, he was third in the league in receiving yards, led the league in touchdowns. First team all pro, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to see to, to see you give this guy any kind of capable quarterback, not just Aiden O'Connell and, Jim, and a washed-up Jimmy G, you give him competent quarterback play, he's going to give you all first-team all-pro numbers. All right, my number six guy, someone you already listed. Surprised you had this guy as low as you did, but again, top 10 is top 10. This is where I have Amon Ra St. Brown at number six. I mean, you want to go with the all-pro all argument? He's done it again. Mm-hmm. He, he made that team this year, and you can honestly say, Tom, did it with, lesser quarterback play than some of these guys ahead of him on the on this list. Jared Goff, you want to respect Jared Goff? I do respect Jared Goff. I won't allow you to say that. I, it might be true. Maybe it's lesser than the I guys in front we, of him on the J- list. Did you put Jared Goff in your top 10? I think we I did. Quarterbacks? I'm pretty sure I did. I'm, I'm well, gonna, then, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you, did. and I'm sorry to Jared Goff, and I'm sorry to Amon Ross St. Brown. He's definitely a top 10 quarterback. Uh, I had him at number nine on my list of quarterbacks. There you go. Well, still, you would never expect that guy, Jared Goff, to have the career he's having now at Detroit. And I don't think we expected this for Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, You know, we talk about how deep wide receiver classes are and how top-heavy they are. Like, everyone's targeting receivers. This could be the first year, I think, since Keyshawn Johnson and, what, nine— what was it, 97, 98, 96, that a receiver would go first overall in the NFL draft. That could happen this year with Marvin Harrison Jr. Amon Ross St. Brown was a fourth-round pick. There are so many guys being taken ahead of him, like you mentioned, that he's doing so much better than made his first made his first first-team All-Pro this year, his second Pro Bowl this year. I think there's a lot more to come with Amon Ross St. Brown. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, into the top five we go. And my number five is Justin Jefferson, mm. who only played 10 games this year, but he still, still had, had over 1,074 yards. yards. That is insane. So if you extrapolate that out to playing a full season, that's like he would have finished, yards. like I think, like 50 yards behind Tyreek Hill for the lead. Yeah, Tyreek finished with like 1799. It would have been right there. It would have mm-hmm. been Justin Jefferson right there at number two. Um, so a tough year for Justin Jefferson, the statistical worst year of his career, but he was injured and he still gets to reach the 1,000-yard plateau. So, um, and, and By the and, way, I just did the math. He would have surpassed. He would have had more. 18-25. And, and he's 24 going yeah, on 25. Yeah, it's insane. And he's already had just an incredible career. Do so. you think Justin Jefferson will suit up in a Vikings uniform this year? I hear a lot of the rumors because of Jordan mm-hmm. Addison's come up that, you know, it's time that maybe move on from Justin Jefferson instead of having to pay him that Which big contract. Say, it's, it's time as if it's been a decade. It's been, what, he's been there Four for years, three years? Uh, but his rookie deal's done, mm-hmm. and that's the big problem with them is that they want to get either him signed or get something for him. Um, I'll say this. You're okay. insulated well enough to survive trading him because if you don't bring back Kirk, don't think you're going to be pretty good next year anyway. And you're going to be in the market for bringing in a new quarterback. Addison is good enough to be a wide receiver one, I believe, and develop into one. So you're set up to kind of do it if you want to. Mm-hmm. But the path that I would take again if I'm Minnesota is to sign Justin Jefferson long-term and to bring Kirk Cousins back because mm-hmm. I think you're good enough to go to the playoffs this year. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Jefferson in this offseason. The yeah. phone is going to be ringing for him. Definitely. But I, I'd have a tough time. He already did it once with Steph Diggs, and it worked out because you got because Justin you got Jefferson. Justin, Justin Jefferson, right? I, I don't know if I'd risk doing it again. Have, hitting that lightning in a catching that lightning in a bottle twice—that's that's tough to do. And you, yeah, uh, it, it's even if you be, already might have the lightning with right, Jordan Addison. With Jordan Addison, you don't know. Addison, let's be honest too. I love Addison. Well, kind of. Pick guy. Because then he and then he left. Me. But he did win the Bolitnikov with me. He's not going to be ever as good as Justin Jefferson ever. I feel very comfortable saying that because Jay Jett is one of the better ones we've seen in mm-hmm. a long time. Like, I think Addison can be a number one. Do not see him ever being a Hill, a Jefferson, a Chase. Mm-hmm. I see him in that like next category of number one wide mm-hmm. receivers. Maybe with a Puka or an Ayuk or an Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. Great players, first team all pros. Certainly. But they're just not the same level as a Jefferson or a Hill or a Chase. All right. My number five guy. This is where I have CD Lamb. Put up, you know. It's not even on my list. That's wild. No, nah, I'm just kidding. He's way higher. <laughs> I was going to say, well, way higher. We're already in the top five. He's, he's, yeah, he's higher. Uh, put up a career defining year uh, thanks to great quarterback play and consistent quarterback play. From Dak Prescott, he's clearly the wide receiver number one there. I I don't want to say I, I hesitate to put him higher because he's a Dallas Cowboy. I think he really did well, but for some reason, there are some guys who didn't play as much as he did this year, and I still put higher because I think if those guys are healthy, they're putting up better numbers than CeeDee Lamb. I just think they're talent-wise just better than he is, but I have to give him credit for the career year that he had this year. 
Yeah, CD Lamb was incredible. Another guy who's only 24 going on 25 was drafted in the 2020 class. Um, yeah, there's know. a lot of great young wide receivers He's gone, in the league. Here's right his now. progression 935 yards his rookie year, 1,102, 1,359, and then 1,749. He's getting better every single year. And he always has that iconic moment on draft night where he had the two phones in his hand. And, and that girl tried, tried to, to take one. one. He, yeah. No, 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 no. You don't get to look at this I wonder where she's phone. at today. <laughs> you don't get to look at this phone. <laughs> uh, CD Lamb coming up a little bit later. For me, number four for me, uh-huh. the guy who dealt with some injury problems this year and dealt with a quarterback who was injured a lot this year. This is where I have Jamar Chase checking in at number four. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I think he has the potential to be the number one receiver in the NFL eventually uh probably will get there too yeah give him a healthy joe burrow i mean he he almost was there two years ago he has played for three years he's actually never done as good as he did his rookie season which really tells you just how incredible that year was for the his rookie season was for him and the Bengals. uh but he's been a thousand yard receiver in each of his first three seasons last year was actually his first year that he got a hundred receptions uh in his career so Go figure with Joe Burrow being out, mm-hmm. but then also go figure T. Higgins missed a lot of time too. So right. Chase was targeted heavily. Uh, Higgins not making it on my list, not my JDQMTC because of the injuries this year, but definitely a top fifteen caliber wide yeah, receiver when sure. he's healthy. Especially, uh, well, now we know for sure he's, he's going to be, be back on the Bengals, but maybe in two years from now when he's on a different team and he's wide receiver one, maybe he elevates all the way up to the top ten. So Jamar Chase had a great year without his. Literal best friend. Like, they were best friends in college uh-huh. together. Him coming back next year, I think Chase is going to be poised for another potential first-team all Yeah, as long as Burrow's healthy, you have to assume Chase is— Well, even if Burrow's not healthy, you're, you're going to get a lot of fantasy points out of Chase, yeah, right, but just right, maybe right. not as much and maybe not offensive player of the year level right. performance. Right. All right, my number four guy, someone you mentioned a little bit ago. This is where I have Devontae Adams. I, like, again, I just think no disrespect to CeeDee Lamb— but I think the guys ahead of him are just purely more talented at that position and less reliant on their quarterbacks. And the prime example of that is Devontae Adams. You go from a Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning quarterback in Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Derek Carr, and Aiden O'Connell, and you're still putting up top 10 numbers in this league. I don't think you can ignore that. For a second, I think of anything that defines him even more so as an as a great wide receiver of this generation. And I just I I feel bad because I, I know what he's capable of and I want to see him paired again with a not doesn't have to be an all time great, but one of today's great receivers. Like we're talking so highly of Amon Ra St. Brown because of Jared Goff. You put Jared Goff in, in Las Vegas, Tom. And Devontae Adams could be, like you just mentioned with Jamar Chase, an offensive player of the year caliber kind of guy. It doesn't have to be a Mahomes or an Allen. You just got to give him someone who can actually do something with the football at quarterback, and he can do so much more for you. Number three for me, this is where he had the biggest gap. Oh, this is where you have A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown checking in at my number three wide receiver spot. You had him at number nine. I had him at number ten. I don't number 10. 26 years old is Mr. A.J. Brown. He's already been to two teams in his NFL career, uh, Titans and the Eagles. He has been incredible in both spots. Uh, second team All-Pro this past year, second team All-Pro the year prior to that. Um, 1,456 yards this year, seven tutties. 
And I'll say this. He, I think, was hurt by a Jalen Hurts not being as good this year, especially down the second half yeah, of definitely. the season. And he still put up such incredible numbers. Um, yeah, A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in football. Well, what I'd say, too, more to his point, or more to your point, is the fact that that team relies so much on the ground game. I mean, you had DeAndre Swift in your top ten running backs this year, and A.J. Brown, on a team that's so run-reliant, is still putting up these gaudy numbers. And he's not the only target, because Devontae Smith right. is a good receiver. Also, I mean, this is a guy, Devontae Smith could have been a guy in, in our JD Yep, he's a good receiver, so... There is more mouths than just A.J. Brown to feed on that offense. And Jalen Hurts, again, a little regression from Jalen Hurts as far as the passing game is concerned last year, uh, hurting A.J. Brown's case. But still, a top three wide receiver in my eyes. All right, number three for you. Yeah. Number three for me, this is where I have Jamar Chase. I think you give him a fully healthy year with Joe Burrow. He's back into that top three. But I I still keep him in my top three simply because of the talent, what I know he's capable of. Just really unfortunate for the Beng- not unfortunate for the Steelers, I guess, because the Steelers swept the Bengals, but unfortunate for Cincinnati to go a year without Burrow and chasing that connection, furthering themselves as one of the better quarterback wide receiver duos in the league. So my number two guy is CD Lamb, who I know you are. Okay, had. so which would mean your number two guy is Justin Jefferson, right? That's who I put in number two. That's pretty high praise for somebody who. Missed seven games last year. That's pretty high praise for a guy who averaged over 100 yards per game in 10 games played, extrapolated out, and and did that not the entire time with Kirk Cousins either. No doubt. He is unbelievable. Um, I don't have argument to it. I had him a little bit lower, and I'm not, I didn't say like, you know, that's pretty high praise as like a, as a, a negative towards you. It's just like, I think that is telling on how great of a wide receiver he is. I can't believe he and Jamar Chase were teammates for Joe Burrow. It's insane. It's with with Burrow at the quarterback. It's not fair. And I know he's not as good in the NFL. The running back was Clyde Edwards Elaire. Right. He no, was a great, fir- he great was a first round pick. Their tight end not not didn't make it in the NFL. Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. That that is going that, that is a, going that to go down as one of the all time offenses ever. No question. Ever, one ever, of the best ever. Football team. When NCAA 25 comes out, oh. that offense is going to be disgusting. Oh, my God. And they better have classic teams. Right, they better. That offense is going to be disgustingly good to play with. Uh, yeah, I think it's by far the best offense that you've ever seen in the history of the NFL. In the history of, in the history of college football? Yeah, no question about it. I mean, But, yeah, so to they, answer your was, question. Didn't he throw eight touchdowns and score, like, 70 points against Oklahoma insane. in the Final Four game? Insane. Like, it was just absurd. So, yes, I did put... Jay Jet as my number two guy because I know if he has if he's if he stays healthy and has the right quarterback, I mean he would he would have been number one. He would have been number one this year. But because of that, the number you one wide nothing receiver, nothing to say about CD Lamb on your end. I mean you kind of said it already. He had his best year this year uh, in Dallas. But um, I think he had his best year, and it's looking that way because Jay Jet was out. And, oh, I see. I and chase. He might have chase, finished lower than or lower than second if J Jet was healthy. If Chase had Burrow had, and Devontae Adams if, had a better Brown quarterback, didn't have Hurts drop right. off a little bit. But we still would be saying he had the best year of his career. Yeah, Dallas. that's that fair. That's say, fair. That but would he have true. gotten? Did he make the All Pro team this all year? Pro. He was second team All he Pro. Pr- he may not have made that this year. Actually, I think CD was first. C.D. Lamb. I'm looking at A.J. Brown right now. That's why I said second-team All-Pro, because A.J. Brown was second-team All-Pro. C.D. Lamb was first-team All-Pro He may year. not have gotten that on. Tyreek, Amon Ra, and C.D. were the first-team wide receivers. He may have gotten to second if J. Jed and Jamar and Devontae all had better years. 
Jamar, Jay Jetta getting to a thousand yards in ten games might be worthy of it anyway. It's insane. And then Tyree Kill is number one yeah. on both of our lists. Without a doubt. Is he the best non-quarterback player in the NFL, or is it Christian McCaffrey? Like, I'm talking skill players aren't the quarterback. Like, who who affects the game the most, McCaffrey I mean, it, or Hill? It's or Jefferson, honestly. It's one of those three. I think it's McCaffrey because mm-hmm. he's so dynamic. Yeah, he can do both. Yeah, and those guys aren't really they don't they're not in, put in the position to do both, but they're both JJ and. Hill are both so good at what they do. Those guys are literally guys you cannot plan against. No, I, and I think even though I think McCaffrey is the 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 best, and he did win Offensive Player of the Year this year, the most feared I think is Tyreek. Is Tyreek just because he can run circles around you? It's insane. He's a good route runner. And the crazy thing about Tyreek Hill, Tom, is that. It's not like he's one of these super young guys like you were talking about CeeDee Lamb, 24, Jay Jet, 24. He's going to be 30 tomorrow. Yeah, like is his speed— Tomorrow is, is his, his 30th birthday. Is his speed ever going to start to, to, to It doesn't look like off? it. Has to, though. Has to. thing about Tyreek, though, is for his size. Yeah, he's so right. undersized, but he plays bigger, and he's got great hands. Mm-hmm. Like, he never drops a pass. No. Ever. Rarely does. So, he's right now at the top of the list, but, you know— we talked so, about when we did running backs great and McCaffrey was at the top and Mahomes at the top quarterback, there is no gap between wide receivers. Next year, Tyreek right. could be as far down as number five. Yeah, you never list. know with you receivers. But happy birthday to Tyreek Hill tomorrow. Eh, here's I your mean, birthday present. Eh, You're number one on our list. I mean, he's not the best guy. So I'm not Tyreek? Yeah, he's not the best guy off the field. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay, with, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he certainly is not. But I a hell of a wide receiver. Yeah. That'll I mean, do it for us today. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back again next week with some more Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.